there's a I haven't seen the episode yet, but there's a a blackish where Junior is saying, "Well, my podcast has two subscribers, so." <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> love Junior. Oh my. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey! <laughs> I don't know. I think there isn't an episode where I haven't acted like a fool right after we say hello. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's every single it's episode. Ch- oh, that's why we're married. Like You're full of crap, but that's so nice. Thank you. I pre- <laughs> no, <I'm- laughs> I only tell the truth. That's true. You do I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're right. Oh, no, I just pulled my computer again. I may have made a horrible sound. Like that, I remember that I one know. time. That I was like, like on the, like I hope, I think I, oh, I hope I fix my sound by now, but I, I went to pull, I went to pull you closer to me. Mm. <laughs> and also I wanted to make sure I got, um, the name right is that I, I want to uh, dedicate this episode to Jennifer Lynn yes, on, tw- oh, on Twitter. She's crafts. Oh, cute. Crafts and Disney. That totally makes sense because her profile picture, she has like, um, yeah, uh, mini ears on. Super I totally cute. didn't even put two and two together. Um, I'm really bad with names. That's why I wanted to make sure. I was like Jennifer Lynn. Um, especially if I haven't met you, it's hard for me to remember names. But uh, she said such a sweet uh, tweet at so us nice. this week, and um, you won't hear this for a few <laughs> couple of weeks because that's be how we bit. work. It'll be a that's bit. That's how we do. It's all right. It's how we work. It's it's just m- going to marinate and be even better. Um, that's, right. that's not at all a complaint of how we do things. I'm just saying that I know that <laughs> she's going to hear this later than when she sent the tweet. So it might be confusing, but she yeah. said such a sweet tweet that like, I actually did tear up. <laughs> a bit. I know. It was so that nice. Was so nice. I know. Like whole ass. Whole ass. Whole Never ass half-ass day. anything. Never half-ass. Whole ass. I, it's hard for me to say it. Half-ass is what I want to say, <laughs> but that's not it. Um, do you want me to tell you the holiday? Yeah, what is what are we doing today? It's a bit of an odd mix of the holidays I would expect today as you ex- I know, right? Uh, it is the first day of Hanukkah. Yes. Uh, well, tonight will be the first night, I should say. <laughs> it's not the first day. Tonight is the Wait, hold on. How does this work? The, tonight at sundown. Yes. I'm a chaplain. Um, <laughs> it's Monica, and and at the Quaker meeting today, there was um, a Jewish uh, Quaker who was saying that she was going to bring latkes to a thing, a, a potluck tonight. And I was just nice. like floored about how awesome that is. And I think that was my last sugar baker moment was that I went to the Quaker meeting, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I keep going. I think so. Um, <laughs> and cool things are happening. Um, so yes, uh, religious and real holidays aside, it is also National Special Education Day. Oh, cool. and which is cool. And uh, what I really liked about it, and I was like, "What is that? Like, like, what does that entail? Like, are we talking about people who are educators? Are we happy yeah, that like- it exists and people get education? Like, what is the pur- purpose? You know." 
Um, so special education day marks the anniversary of our nation's first federal special education law, which was signed by president Gerald Ford on December 2nd, 1975 spoilers. That's when we're taping today. The date, um, this law is the individuals with disabilities education act. Um, so if people don't know about that. It is the act that kind of, um, there's a great uh, drunk history <laughs> story about it actually <laughs> that I love. It's so so because it's drunk history, so it's silly. Um, but uh, if people don't know, it's an act that you know. I don't think there's anything to complain about it except for it could be constantly improved upon. But um, um has made quite a um uh, a way of progress for making sure that. You know, we have ramps in places and we have like uh, described audio and just like for anything, just to make sure that people are able to um, have experiences and um, access to things regardless mm-hmm. of, um, you know, what they're what they're doing within their life, if you will. Because I don't think it's I, I'm not an ableist. I don't think of it as like disability. Um, or differently abled or however the hell everyone says everything nowadays. <laughs> I don't know. Um, because, uh, yeah, I want to honor that not everyone has the same stuff, you know, yep. in life. And a lot of things that people deal with are actually you can't even see from the outside. So I really appreciate that this act exists and, and helps to protect mm-hmm. people, too. Um, also within like uh, just from discrimination and that type of thing. So that's that's today national special education today and maybe watch the drunk history that involves i don't remember i think it's (laughs) the most recent season um and they actually did have actors that um uh had different abilities too i see how do you say it i don't like abilities but like actors that were like in wheelchairs and different types of you know things which you don't Mm -hmm. see god at least i'm not saying handicapped i don't know i guess there's not really (laughs) there's not an amazing way to say it nowadays um uh yeah so that's where we're at um did you have a sugar baker moment this week i have a few highlights Mm -hmm. of the last couple of weeks Mm because we haven't taped in a couple weeks so um oh we haven't you're right my we haven't you're right i missed you i missed you more (laughs) um (laughs) so i finished my 300th book of the year this past week so mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. That is ridiculous. Wasn't your goal to be like 100 or something? Yeah, I think. I Wait, think is that of the year like, that like starting April. like January? So that's how many yeah. you've read. Wow, because we're in the last month. So that's pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Wow. Thanks. Sorry, yeah, so I, I just fun. got floored by you for a second. Continue. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you. I know. Um, and Alamo slash Video Vortex never letting me down. I watched yes. Cher's first <gasps> farewell tour from when I was in high school this from week while year? I wrapped Christmas presents. Uh, 2002. Well, I was a sophomore. We have seen her since. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we have seen her since. First farewell Thank tour. goodness. She is, it wasn't the actual she's farewell just saying, tour. Just she's the just first saying one. goodbye forever. She just wants to make a dramatic exit. Yeah. She'll keep going. There's, she will. She Turn will the rolling going stones. I'm That's here it. for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I bought on uh, Cyber Monday. I bought a new Chromecast Ultra. <gasps> yes, and it streams in 4K and also will connect to the 5G network. And wow, uh, you it's are everything like I wanted to be. The future, 
you're pretty much yeah. like Demolition Man or whatever that movie is with Sandy yes. and the shells. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been streaming some 4K and streaming um, a bunch of Drag Race because that's my life. And oh. streaming faster and not buffering. So that's <laughs> nice. Um. <laughs> I mean, I get to see all the looks in high def. Yeah, exactly. Plus, some of the files that I have, like, once you get over a certain, like, file size, Uh the old one just, like, had trouble. Um, And the new one doesn't seem to have problems with bigger files, so that's nice. Um, Also, on Cyber Monday, I nerded it up and got a New York Public Library sweatshirt and a Strand t-shirt. Yeah. And my sweatshirt got here last night. Um, my t-shirt is economy shipping because it was free shipping. So it's somewhere between well, you got a t-shirt York, and a coming. sweatshirt? Do they look the same? I got... No, I got a t-shirt from The Strand and I got a sweatshirt. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I missed The Strand. Okay. Oh, that's... Oh. Yeah. I think my favorite times in New York were when you were there. We had the best times. Aww. Those were I the just, best times. Yeah. Because like, I'm just too. like, oh, we love to go to The Strand go get the chai at the the bean the bean, bean or whatever bean. Uh, i don't remember what it, it was called the bean it's, it's not bean. the coffee bean and tea leaf but it was something because that's like a chain something but it's yeah. some kind of bean like a pressed bean or yeah. something like that and um and and uh yeah new york public library went and got library card which neither of us have anymore because i really wish they had a way for you to just like buy you know like, yeah they yeah they don't um, like friends of the library Brooklyn i will does, give you money <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because when does. i was looking into expanding like i tried to buy one from nypl and they were like nope nope can't yeah i keep looking every now and then especially when they were like uh to buy friends of the library get ten dollars off by midnight or something like that and i was like oh and i looked and i was like oh you have to already just like have a library card <laughs> that's not gonna <laughs> give you access to anything <laughs> I saw uh, something that was like, buy a gift membership. And I was like, ooh, how do I do that? And they're yeah. like, 10% off in the store. And I'm like, no, I want books. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> I want I digital want, content. I want to use you. I want to yeah. use you. I think what I may do, which will help both of us, I don't know when I'll go back to New York, but I think when I plan to go back, I will send my. Have I told you this before? I will yes. send myself a postcard <laughs> in order to get another account. Life hacks. <laughs> Jeez. I don't remember how many like things I needed to prove that I live there though. I may have ha- no, oh. uh, no, no, no. I think I think for for the library Just they they were mail? chill. I think it was yeah. I think mail for library was chill. I think it was nice. um my uh, New York resident oh, pass yeah. that uh, I had much more, more <laughs> work for, <laughs> which makes yeah. sense because you can get so many free things with it and cheap things and all that stuff. Yeah, so they got it. Like you got to prove. You're not just some tourist coming for the weekend trying to get a free pass to the free. Natural History Museum or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand yep. that. And I haven't um, I haven't had to renew my Brooklyn public membership yet, but I'm going to. Before I do oh. that, I'm going to do like my yearly recap of like how many things I borrowed and like the breakdown of the value of like this. Whoa, you do that all the time? Crazy. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. I didn't know you do that. Do what? That you, that you break it down and you see like how much you've actually used Oh, this is because it's the first year I've done it. Oh. Because <laughs> I just bought the membership last year. So this is the first year. Oh, that's true. I thought you were meaning that you do it like all the time with like libraries and stuff. And oh, no, no. Just I wanted to see this year because it's such a really like it's such a great value. Like show how much I got out of it. Oh, that's yep. so smart. Thanks. I like it. 
did you have a sugar baker moment? Um, yeah. For uh, last weekend, I went up to visit my dear friend, and we're just going to go ahead and call him companion now because that's what we've decided. <laughs> we're not just Aww. friends. Um, uh, up in Berkeley. Uh, so I live in Los Angeles. I think it's safe enough to say that because it's a giant city. Um, and I have a friend that was my neighbor when I went to grad school. He lived beside me. And we watched a lot of TV together, especially especially American Horror Story, when I was mm-hmm. chaplaining it up and needing some spooky shit uh, two years spooky ago. Yes, yeah, spooky shit. And then he invited me up to, he's now since moved to, we're both in the Carolinas, so he's from South Carolina, I'm from North Carolina. And we kind of stayed in touch after we both, we both left um, our school uh the same year me graduating him deciding he didn't want to be there anymore which is kind of <laughs> us in a nutshell i think which in a, is way. a real feeling <laughs> yeah and um and then have since um he's moved here to berkeley and is interested in a path along the lines of what i'm doing also a chaplaincy and so we talk like all the time and then he invited me to come up there for the holidays of thanksgiving and I really liked it. Um, my biggest thing it was, I mean, like, I, I didn't really explore the town, that town, pff, the city of Berkeley that much. Uh, I was more just wanting to hang out with my friend. And it was really fun. I, did I tell you? I think you'd gone to sleep. Um, he asked if we if, if we wanted to watch an episode of Orphan Black together. I got him to watch two, and he said that he's like obsessed with it now. Um, yes. And then he got me. I know. I'm like, yes. <laughs> he's like in love with Tatiana. He's like, there's so many butts in this. I'm like, yes. <laughs> there's so, so many, many butts. butts. Lots um, of good butts. Oh, so good. And then he got me into Veep. Oh, so I heard that's good. Really funny. I, you know what though? Actually, the first two seasons are on Prime for free. And I already try. I'm getting the DVD from LAPL um, for the third season because I, I nice. finished it so quickly. And honestly, it's like good. Like, I hate politics. So he's been trying to get me to watch it like since we met. And I was like, you, you know me in politics. He's like, yeah, no, I actually like that about you because you'll shut me down when I'm too involved with stuff that doesn't actually affect me. It just gets him angry because he used to be a lawyer, actually a law professor um which makes him seem a lot older than he is he's just very accomplished um but he got me to watch veep and like i think that first night we watched like five episodes i was in like until i was about to fall asleep so good um and uh and like the vice president reminds me a little bit of my supervisor in a way i don't know what it is about her but just a little (laughs) bit but julie louise dreyfus is so julie louise dreyfus um is so just precious and amazing like she's so funny she's like four foot seven i think she's and like tony hale oh i love so we that was one thing is we got to hang out we got to watch each other's like stuff and then also we're obsessed with always sunny and so we watched a couple excuse me always sunny together because it was raining the first night and day that i was there which was good Mm -hmm. because the fires and then my like proper um sugar baker moment is that i suddenly remembered but there are like huge trees in Northern California that I wanted to see. So big. Like, why did I forget? And that was used mm. to be, it was funny because I used to have a list that I made up um, when I knew I was going to be here another year. I made up a list. And then right before I actually like drove up there, I said, I'm deleting this list. I just want to do whatever happens and not worry about it, you know, not put pressure mm-hmm. on myself to do stuff. 
And but seeing giant ass redwoods was on the list um, because our friends Karen Phillip had gone a few years ago when I was thinking, oh, I want to live in California someday. And had got me um, some earrings and sent like I think they sent me pictures and I was like, I just got to go there. And I'm pretty obsessed with trees. They are one thing that I can always connect to with my spirituality. So um, when the people uh, I was staying with, uh, my friend Tucker is living with his his friends. When I, they were talking about like Redwood like Park being relatively nearby. And I was like, oh, wait, why did I not think about big trees? And Tucker looked at me and he was like, you need some big trees. You need some big trees. And so we went and... Um, it was great because, of course, let's see, it was the, it was, I think, maybe it was not Black Friday. I think it was just the Saturday holiday weekend. And um, there were quite a few people walking around the trails and stuff. But then in this, I went to get this little spot where there was kind of like an, an, a little canopy, well, or whatever, an overhang of trees and stuff. And there were a lot of people and we're about feeling like we wanted to go back uh, or walk back to the car. And then, and Tucker was like, okay, whenever you want to go, we can, we can go. And I said, let's just get to this spot right here. And there are a bunch of people around us. And then they all cleared away and were able just to have this moment of just still, Aww. well, moments of just still and silence. And it was oh, amazing. And everything was so happy because of the rain. All the plants were just like alive and <laughs> it was so great. Aww, yeah. That's awesome. And I'm invited to come back there anytime. So Yay. that's cool that's cool and in fact Tucker was trying to like see if I can get a job up there <laughs> so mm. we'll see in case LA doesn't work out for me <laughs> we'll see that's next year um yep. so there we go one year at a time one freaking one month at a time like I just started one December day <laughs> one day at a time which is also a very good tv show yes but I haven't watched because feelings. Maybe I'll watch that one next. Because feelings. Did you see Marita Moreno is going to be in West Heck Side Story again? Yes. It made my whole life. <laughs> I know. It's just I know. I have, that's a treasure and a half right there. I love her so much. I don't think we like anyone that's below the age of like forty five. <laughs> no. <laughs> Between the two of us. <laughs> like, well, like what is we're going old. on? Like, sh- like share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about West Side Story. <laughs> this show from like the 90s show. <laughs> slash late 80s. Like we are 85 years old. We, yeah. I feel it's... every year. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about taking it one day at a time. Oh, man. Oh, man. You feel every year. I know. Well, also you like worked yesterday. So you're probably physically feeling it. It's a very feeling long day. it. <laughs> I knew you're gonna do it. Oh man, we I'll put that so... gift in the show notes. We good. We have so much stupid jokes between us that we just accumulate over the year, <laughs> and none of them ever die. Like never. No, like, maybe they they will th- never. They die. won't be in heavy rotation, but it's none of them ever die, and they we'll always come them. up again. Oh yeah, that's what we're here always. for. Always. That's why we're? It's what we're about. Oh jeez, just get on, just get them on board the train everybody <laughs> i don't know i don't know i guess i'm gonna read this description so we yeah what, this what weird did we episode. watch this week we're kind of on track of how odd this episode is for like how we're acting right now so it kind of works so weird i don't know if you thought it was weird but i thought it was weird i did okay i good. thought a lot of things i just i think you there's like three thoughts. or four notes it's just like but why 
<laughs> I'm ready to hear about that. Um, okay. Great. So I will read the TV guy description. So this week we watched season five, episode 14, right? Did I change? Yeah, it's 14. No, it's 14. Whew, okay. I had to think about whether I changed that or not. Um, it's titled <laughs> High Noon in a Laundry Room. <laughs> I just laughed because I realized they were like, it they're rhymes, trying to rhyme. Kind of. <laughs> And also, it's 1991. Did people like remember High Noon? At this um, time? I, but Did people I think, like, but okay, so maybe not the like that cultural reference, but maybe people just knew that that is when, you know, the, oh, like, like showdown, showdowns or whatever. I was like, what do you call them? Like okay. draw, like duels, draws, like what is it? <laughs> yeah, like um, showdowns. Yeah, you're right. Showdown, showdown. Um, I think that was the point. Uh, so it first aired. January 14th, 1991. Man, we're almost going to catch up at we're, one point. We're going to get there, maybe. We're going to get there. My they got to take a hiatus at some point. We'll catch up. At some point. Well, they didn't. They, <laughs> wait, when? They didn't for Christmas? <laughs> they just kept on going. I think <laughs> they, they had like a one week. On Jeez. I mean, it must have sucked to be a writer and actor and anything on a TV show in the late 80s because they were just going to make you work. Just, yeah. Now, now you do work, but it's like f- for chunks of time and yeah. then it's like not they just worked all the time it was horrible um so get back to it january 1st 14th 1991 <laughs> is when this first aired and tv guide reads the decorators stand by anthony when he stands up that's too much um to a menacing hood 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 <laughs> Who's making what? life miserable for his neighbors hood a menacing hood all right. What year is this? Um, the guy playing the menacing hood is Dennis Berkeley. B-U-R-K-L-E-Y. Um, yeah. So that's the episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. So we start at Sugar Breakers, as per usual. Um, Charlie needs Anthony to go to the office supply store. And because he's going to help her or she's going to help him set up a tax system now that he's like part owner of sugar breakers he needs to get his personal finances in order i loved learning this that i was thinking oh yeah i guess that that's what charlene has done for oh maybe not for the business maybe they have an actual tax person but probably because she she has to keep track of everything she does like the invoicing and accounts payable and all that so yeah um and uh Mary Jo is talking about how they should do away with taxes completely and just put on a big government fundraising telethon every year (laughs) and how it should preempt everything. And like this show will not go off until the budget is balanced. (laughs) It'd be going for years. I I know. I was like, I don't think that's a a bonus or not bonus, a better solution necessarily. No. (laughs) Yeah. But she's like, no, it'd be great. Like they could put Jerry Lee Lewis in charge, or Jerry Lewis in charge. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. Did, they, did she <laughs> say she may have said Jerry Lee Lewis? She may have, but know. she really likes him too. Yeah, I gotta look that up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I did not write that whole thing down. Um, so but because the reason it made me think maybe she did say Jerry Lee Lewis is because she's like Mill- Millie Vanilli could lip sync to the Battle Hymn of the Republic. What and. Um, Charlene, that prompts Charlene, uh, to tell the story about how the whole Millie Vanilli thing got her riled up. Um, she's like, I mean, they took their gray mirror away for lip syncing, but they never said a word about that fake hair. I was kind of annoyed by this. Yeah. 
uh, because like I know it was like a joke, whatever. But I'm like, sometimes people have fake hair, and also it was kind of racist. Because yeah, like, I thought that too. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like no, yeah. But it left a room for a joke for Suzanne, I guess. Yeah, and then Suzanne and Julia have come in in the meantime, and Suzanne's like, "What's wrong with fake hair? I am who I am today because of my hair pieces. If the Miss America people say it's okay, there is no higher authority. Case closed." Mm-hmm. And that ends that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and Julia's like, "What's been going on?" And so Anthony updates them with like. Just one word highlights mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. And Julia is like, why does every conversation around here have to veer off into wild tangents? Why does it matter that everything veers off into wild chances, like wild tangents? Like what is wrong with Julia? Like that's life. That's what I know. everybody does. Julia is just like why. a control freak when it comes she's down to just it. complaining. Yeah. yeah. But also she just like wants to be in charge of everything people do, including like what they talk about and how they have a conversation like girl calm down yeah i love you but calm down but calm down (laughs) and speaking on that point that you just made she's like yeah "Yeah, if we're gonna discuss something we ought to pick a topic and discuss it thoroughly right issues like jeez why does it matter it does not (laughs) and charlene's like nope that's too much pressure now my mind's all blank i can't yeah um and mary joe's like yeah besides we're really good at the stream and consciousness thing um it's worked out speaking of she needs to find a poster of Sally Ride for Quint. Oh my god! Um, apparently, he's obsessed with Madonna and has. I was excited for a moment, thinking that she was like that he was into her. Sally yeah. Ride. And I was no. like, yeah, it's awesome. And then no, it's because he's into no. Madonna. Yeah, and she needs something to balance it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's like, he's only ten. He's nowhere near puberty, but his hormones have like gone on point. He uses the word sexy indiscriminately. Wrong. Gross. What has Quantum Leap been teaching him? What has Quantum Leap been teaching him? Yeah. Speaking of, there's the, she's like ex- like giving them an example of this. Um, the woman at the baker gave him a cookie the other day, and Mary Jo's like, you know, what do you say? And he says, "Thanks, sexy," and winks. No. He's ten. It's terrifying. Ugh. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. And Charlene says, what did you do? And Mary Jo says, what any normal person would do. I told her he is the neighbor's child. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, like, get your kid. <laughs> like, get, don't, yeah. Don't let him do that. It's wrong. No. Stop it's too him dangerous. from acting that way. Um, and Suzanne offers an alternative. She says she will autograph a photo of herself for him because mm-hmm. that is much better than some jockey. <laughs> Where has Susan? She's know. not listening. Is it because Ride Sally Ride? Yeah, I guess so. I that, don't know. Okay. It was a that makes was sense. I was wondering joke. like where it came from. Yeah, and Charlene's like she's not a jockey. She's the first American woman astronaut. She's a hero. And Suzanne's mm-hmm. like, I'm tired of these astronaut this astronaut hero <laughs> thing. Like, what do they really have to do? Strap on a helmet, circle the Earth without like, getting car sick? Big oh. woo. Okay, we met. Julia and Suzanne's mother. She seemed like quite a lovely woman. How did she raise these like tyrants of children <laughs> that like just like, like judge polar opposite all the time? No, but tyrants. also like look at Suzanne's also being a bit of a control freak. That is true. Like what happened? <laughs> Their mother is so <laughs> pleasant. She, they must have just like run amok and just like been crazy or yeah. something. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just thought about it. Nope. That I was like saying how that Suzanne makes, is so yeah. annoyed with people talking about Ashton. So I'm like, the two of you <laughs> are like the same. Yeah. Oh, geez. Anyway, the more like they're 
the more their interests differ, the more their like um what do you call it? Like their dispositions or whatever are the same. Like yeah. underneath yeah. it all, they're the same. Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> That's right. A good point. Um, Mary Jo and Julia hop on the counter because there's a mouse running around. There's so much <laughs> happening in this episode. Yeah. Um, Mary Jo says that the mouse reminds her of something out of Tom and Jerry. Like she'll see him leering at her from the corner sometimes. Like he should be leaning up against the wall, smoking a cigarette and whistling. <laughs> I love that. Oh man, and mice freak Julia's- me out though. Really? I'm sorry. I'm like cutting in so much today, but like, no, no, no. They do remember when we so had them at um, our theater? <sighs> yeah, they they we used to have them in Danville. Like they don't year. scare me because they're beautiful and adorable and all that. But like, if it's coming at me, I'm gonna like <laughs> scream my face off, <laughs> <laughs> which is ridiculous because it's so tiny. But it's like the way they scurry. I'm like, ah, Jace. Yeah. I they do. It. They move okay. quicker than you think they would. Exactly. And like they may come get me. I don't know what they're going to do. They might get you. But they may come get me. <laughs> they may come get you. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Julia says she's going to go buy some traps today. And this upsets Charlene because she doesn't want to kill the little mouse. She just wants him somewhere outside. Mm-hmm. And she's like, or, or Charlene says, oh, are you going to kill him? And Mary just says, no, we're going to catch him and rehabilitate him. Mm-hmm. And Julia points out how they've done everything they can do. Like, they put all the food away. They've cleaned up. They've done all this stuff. But he's still here, so she has to get a trap. Charlene says she saw this box that you can order that, like, emits sound waves that drives them away. Um, Hmm. And she wants them to do that instead. And she's like, I've never seen anybody so squeamish about a little mouse. And then Mary Jo is, like, crawling across... The counter and the bar stools and like awkwardly climbing in her chair so that she doesn't touch the floor because she's so <laughs> I loved out. it. She's so funny. It's very dramatic and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's like, they're dirty. They can get anywhere. She just goes on this tangent about everything that's wrong with mice. And then Mary Jo asks Anthony if he'll get rid of it for them. And he was like, nope, don't look at me. And Julia's uh-huh. like, don't you think it's a bit sexist? To make Anthony uh, kill it just because he's a man. And then Suzanne, in an epic throwback to <laughs> earlier days about <laughs> bugs, says, I don't. I think the men should have to kill the mouse. And why and the hell did the audience clap at this? <laughs> <laughs> I think because it's a throwback to her famous, oh, like, and the men should have to kill really? the bugs. And so okay, like, I know this joke. And okay. I, <laughs> I did not realize that that might be why. Because I was like, <laughs> are we that sexist in this audience right now? <laughs> like, no, it must be the men. I'm like, what? Oh, but it's like, it's like almost like when she has a... A quote or you know a little yeah what is it when you have a thing that you always say whatever like a catchphrase a catchphrase but not it's just they're like yay but like really like why are we so excited it just means that they got lazy and made the same joke twice they made the same joke twice exactly <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm i'm also salty today no you're on fire today and i you're love on, it you're on fire <laughs> your face is on fire yeah, i was gonna say your face is on fire and then i decided i didn't want that to happen <laughs> no lit like like figurative figuratively fire. not literally <laughs> not literally please not literally never oh jesus so is done with this mouse and she's like mm-hmm. until you get rid of this mouse i'm getting out of here mm-hmm. and then she says something about mouse traps and poor people <laughs> like mumbling. yeah she's just, it's, it's like she a mo. oh my god um anthony does not like um 
rats, mice, and he does not handle snakes. He's mm-hmm. like, I will squash a bug for you, but like that's my limit. Um, I hope this doesn't besmirch my manhood, mm-hmm. which is a great phrase. Besmirch um, my manhood. I just, I just like the word besmirch. <laughs> oh yes, it's not used nearly enough. It's not. Um, and then this like kind of goes into our main storyline, and Anthony asks them if they think he's a wimp. Like, uh, no, why? Which there's a lot wrong with that anyway. It's so um, 2018. We can talk about toxic masculinity. <laughs> That's the yes. thing. Oh, me. And uh, he talks about this new tenant in their building. Um, he's making some of the women uncomfortable. Um, he's very loud. And some of the women have asked Anthony to talk to him, but he's a little scared because, like, this dude is large. He's got a bunch of friends. He's uh-huh. very, like, loud and. Looks like he would hurt someone. His name is Billy Boy Swine. He has a tattoo that reads Born to Maim. Okay. Um, and the laundry room is his party spot. I hate this. I don't understand. <laughs> the laundry. You got it. there. Why the laundry room? Why are people not? I mean, and Anthony's apartment is very nice and spacious. So I yeah. assume... Like, it's reflective of other apartments. All yeah. of his friends can fit in his own apartment. Yes. The laundry room. Maybe it's just a power play or something. I guess. Um, but this one lady in Anthony's building said that he stole her underwear out of the washing machine one time. And Mary Jo was like, well, what for? And Anthony said, I don't know, but I think I saw him with panties on his head. On his head. Oh, All God. Right. I hate it. Julia's talking about all the bullies that she's known in her life, and usually if you just call their bluff, then they back down. Excuse me. And Anthony says that he knew a lot of guys like this in prison, um, but, like, they did not back down. They, like, bit people's ear off, ears off, and, like, break people's noses. Um, it's like, you know, sitting around, like, the pool having drinks for, like, his type of people. Um, and he says, the best thing for me to do is to buy earplugs, smile real friendly, like, and stay the heck out of his way. Hmm. Um, and then we cut to Anthony's apartment. Um, Charlene is there helping him do his thing. They're trying to attack stuff. But, like, the music is really loud. I don't know if Anthony, like, lives right above the laundry room. Yeah. But that music is, like, it's coming from the next it's room. Too it's too much. Really loud. Um like I said, his apartment is really nice. He's got like a fireplace and his whole living area is super spacious. Um, and he like Charlene is complaining about the music and Anthony says, oh, it's fine. At 3 a.m. It'll be drowned out by people vomiting in the stairwell. Like, wh- no. like what? Ugh, no. And Charlene seems to think that he'll turn the music down if they just ask him politely. And she's like, you never know, a smile will go a long way. And Anthony's like, yeah, it'll probably go a long way. He'll shove it all the way down my throat. Mm. And Charlene goes into, like, her whole, like, psychology class spiel about, like, talking about um, acting out. And then she tells this popular bluff story about this little boy who, like, in fourth grade, he even had acne, like, it was just all this stuff. Um, the year of the 17 year locusts, like when they come around, like he would eat them. Horrible. Terrifying. It just so many things. And she's like, now, if I'd have known now what I, uh, or if I'd have known then what I know now, I would have just said, James Harvey, I know you're in pain, but people would like you a lot more if you would stop stomping around the cafeteria and smashing people's mashed potatoes between your fingers. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good story. I like it. Um, Anthony's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. 
And Charlene's like, I hate to bring it up, but like, I thought you would have dealt with this by now. Um, and he's like, you know, being like having been in prison, I thought you would have done something about this by now. And he's like, look, there are only three ways to survive prison. You can fight, you can make people laugh, or you can become the homecoming queen of cell block number nine. And he says, like <laughs> no, no. And he says, I kept them laughing all the time. And Charlene's like, well, maybe that'll work on this guy. And then five seconds later, some neighbor neighbor is screaming about like cutting the noise down and they're going to call the cops. Mm-hmm. And so Anthony says, it's time for a friendly word. And uh, Charlene's like, okay, I'll go with you. Like, don't laugh. I know how you are when you get nervous. And then Anthony starts laughing as they go out the door. <laughs> I actually love his nervous laugh. I mean, it would annoy me if I was in this situation. But yeah, yeah. I love it. And they get down to the laundry room and it like it looks like a pool hall so in a strange. laundry room. There's nothing wrong with hanging out in a pool hall what? at a pool hall. Like yeah. there's a girl laying across the folding table in yeah. this dude's lap. There's people just like on drinking machines, beer like, and what? sitting on washing machines. What? And just the music is like, what is why? Who does this? That's what? So strange. Um, Charlene says that she likes that girl's blouse. She didn't know they were still selling halter tops. <laughs> That's and horrible. I didn't know read. that. Um, yeah. And Anthony asks them to please turn on the music. Or he's like, we were just coming down to ask you to please turn on the music. But like, I see you've already done that. So we're just going to go back about our business. Turns to walk away. The guy turns music back up. And Anthony's like, look, you're disturbing the peace. Like, just a little. I'm sure you're not doing it on purpose. Like, you just don't understand the rules around here. And the guy spits his beer out in the floor. Ew, it's a laundry Why? room. It's a laundry room. That is it's a, laundry it's room. a place of cleaning. Yeah, cleaning <laughs> so your clothes, not making things dirty. And he's like, it. that's what I think about the rules. Oh, my God. And Charlene's like, um, I think Anthony was just trying to say, like, people don't appreciate it when you, A, park in their spaces, or B, play live music, or C, steal women's underwear. By the way, why do you put it on your head? Oh my god, this seems so. And awkward. Anthony, so awkward. Anthony nervous laughs, um, and he's like, "Uh, you know, Charlene, I think you've covered all the bases there." And Charlene starts to psychoanalyze him with her um psychology uh mm-hmm. textbook, and she's like, "Look, it's just because you have this primal need that your mother didn't fulfill. Like, you can get help for that. It's fine." Mm-hmm. And she she tells him, she's like, you better watch out. Anthony has been in prison. And during his unfortunate incarceration, he learned a thing or two about dealing with your type. Charlene, you're making the situation this worse. It's not, not good. It's not. And Swine is like, I'm scared now. Like, what if I tell you that me and my friends are going to party here every night? And Anthony's like, oh, well, I guess in that case, I'm going to have to stomp your butt. Wow. And Swine like, what? why is it. that the phrase? Stomp it. Stomp your butt. And mm-hmm. Swine says, look, you don't show your face in here again because if you do, I'm going to hurt you. And Anthony's like, it's a sounds room. like a logical. It's a laundry room. He's got to do Jeez. his laundry. And Anthony's like, well, it sounds like a logical sequence of events to me. I wish I had done my laundry after I had watched the episode instead of before because today was laundry day. And yeah. I don't know. It just would have been more entertaining if I had done <laughs> episode. Point. I'll do Good my point. laundry. Yeah. Um. Our laundry room, I hardly ever see another person in there, much less people trying to have a party in, like, a 10 by 10 square Good. foot <laughs> room. Because that's not um, how it should be at all. No. And and then they go to leave, and Swine tells Charlene she can stay, but she has to put on a halter top. 
I don't like it. Ew. I don't like it at all. I don't know. Gross. So then we cut back to She has a mother. Is what I actually thought at the time. (laughs) Don't be don't be talking about her that way. Don't Don't be talking about her that way. Yeah. Um, and we cut back to Sugar Bakers, like I guess the next day or whatever, and there's this loud snap sound. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo runs and jumps on the oh couch from the back, yeah. scared. And she's like, oh, Lord, is it that thing? Mm-hmm. And Julia looks and she's like, well, I didn't hate him that much. Oh, I'll just geez. clean that up a little later and covers it with newspaper. Oh, gosh. And Charlene's still like pissed that, you know, they killed it or whatever. And she's like, you mean after it dries up and gets stiff? Oh. And Mary's just like, ew, Charlene. And Julia's like, look, let's just put this unpleasantness behind us and move on. And Mary's just like, I don't know if I can with that little corpse. She says something like Tojoji. Yeah, like it's supposed to be some kind of mouse character, I assume, right? Okay, Yeah, I think so. I rewound it several times and I just couldn't sound it out enough to spell it out. It was Hmm. complicated. I don't know. Maybe I'll Google it. Try to include it in the show notes. Yeah. Um. Uh, Julia opens the door. Apparently the doorbell has rung and Suzanne is standing out there and she's like, why are you ringing the doorbell? <laughs> Suzanne's like, I told you I'm not stepping foot back in here until you dealt with that mouse. Um, and Julia's like, it's been dealt with, whatever. And she's like, good. Consuela's on vacation and I don't know how to work the coffee thing. <laughs> no, she says like, she doesn't say it's been dealt with. She's sorry to, to uh, correct. No, no, no. You're good. I didn't he, write it down word for word. Because what she says is like, he's like met a recent demise. Oh, because yeah, yeah. it hasn't been dealt with, and that's like the part of the continuing quote joke or whatever later. Saga. Yeah. And Suzanne's like, um, she doesn't know how to work the coffee thing. Yeah, and, that's why she comes um, over. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so she goes to do it, and Mary Jo is like, "Be careful, you know, the the mouse's corpse or whatever is over there." And she's oh, like, "What?" Mary Jo's no. like, "Yeah, he's over there lying in state." And Suzanne's like, "Nope, I'm out." Yeah, <laughs> and she leaves again. And they're like, let's talk about marriage. Let's talk about something else. And um, Julia's like, okay, did you find that poster? And she says, yeah, actually, I did. Um, And they're like, oh, what does Quinn think of it? And she's like, he doesn't really care for it too much. She doesn't have a line on her chest, which is Quinn's way of saying cleavage. You better get this kid. You better get (laughs) this kid. This is going to be a problem. Jerk that kid up. Yeah. Um, Anthony comes in, says he dropped off samples with the client and, um, he walks over and sees the mouse and he's like, why didn't you pick him up? Mary just like, yeah. cause it's gross. And so Aww. he just picks it up and throws it away. And he's like, sometimes oh. you just have to get over things. Yeah. And, um, and Charlene's like, well, maybe we could have just talked to him and explained to him that he can't live here anymore. <laughs> And Anthony says, you can't reason with an animal. And, like, after a while, like, people can only take so much. And it's clear we're not talking about the mouse anymore. Um, He is tired of walking around in wet socks because he has to wash his dainties in the sink and hang them up in the shower stall because he can't show his face in his own laundry room. Yeah. And Julia says that this guy is borderline psychotic and she's learned to give people like that a wide berth. And Anthony's like, you know, I don't want to upset you, but I really don't want to hear a woman's point of view right now. Wow. And she's like, what? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And he goes on this thing about how like it's not it's not that, but like her point of view isn't necessarily his point of view as a man. And he's concerned that he's gone soft working with women so much. 
toxic masculinity. <laughs> don't like any of this. Anthony, I love you so much, but you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And he says, like, they're always discussing women's issues, like PMS and cup size. Like, we have a lot of conversations about cup size. That is true. Boob um, count. Boob count. Yep. <laughs> and <laughs> Charlene's like, oh, by the way, uh, Consuelo's out of town, so Susanna's expecting you to drop by tonight and wax her legs. And he's like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I shouldn't be waxing legs. I should be revving engines and shooting guns and beating people up. No, you should be doing any of those things. Because all of those things are annoying and or hurt other people. Like, no. No. Um, And Anthony's like, y'all just don't understand. Like, it's a man thing. And sometimes a man's got to do what a man's got to do. And Charlene's like, what are you saying? And he says, I'm saying tonight, I'm going to do my laundry. And so then we cut to his apartment. I just realized, like, out of context of this episode, that seems like kind of a strange sentence to be so adamant about. He's adamant. He's going to do his laundry. But here's the thing. But why I giggled is because I think both of us have said it with so much conviction. And we don't have the same excuse. It's just we're like, we're going to do it. Do it. I got to get it done. Get that done. Okay. Sorry. Get it done. No, you're good. And uh, so we cut to Anthony's apartment. Charlene is over there hanging out. Um, Anthony's on the phone with his grandmother because Charlene told his grandmother about this whole situation. And she is on the phone trying to make sure he's not out looking for trouble and going to get himself hurt and all this other stuff. And so he hangs up and he's like, Charlene, why'd you do that? That old lady is on red alert and she's going to ride me from here to Easter. And she's like, well, you know, I don't I know you don't like us meddling. And I thought maybe your grandmother could talk you out of it. He's like, Charlene, I don't want to be mother hand right now. And she's like, okay, okay, you know, I'm leaving. Like, um, promise to call me later so I know you're okay. And just as she is leaving, um, they open the door. Mary Jo and Julia have shown up. And Anthony talks about how embarrassing this is. Julia's like, we just came to help assess the situation. And Anthony's like, here's the situation. The whites and the colors have been separated. My quarters are all in order. I'm all out of April Fresh Downy. But other than that, everything is hunky-dory. Now, will y'all please leave me alone? And Mary Jo's like, okay, I just want you to know my adrenaline is pumping. I'm ready for a rumble. <laughs> she got herself so worked up. Um, she feels like she's in West Side Story. Speaking of West Side Story. Oh, yeah. Um, and she starts singing it in a really bad accent. Yeah. For like 15 whole seconds. <laughs> and Anthony's like. <laughs> Which is actually a really awkwardly long time when someone is singing yeah. and you don't want them <laughs> to like be. It, it went on too long. And Anthony's like, look, I need to do this alone. You can stay here and like sing show tunes, whatever. The laundry is no place for a bunch of women. <laughs> oh, and then geez. he walks out and then they all put their coats on the couch yep. and they follow him out. They're ready. They're ready. And in the laundry room, it's the dude and his girlfriend are making out on a washer. Ew. Some nonsense. Ew. Weird. People Weird. wash their clothes there. I know. Um, and he's like telling Anthony about his rules and he doesn't like it when people break the rules. And Anthony's like, yeah, well, you don't make the rules. And the guy's like, you have a big mouth. Too bad I'm going to have to bust it wide open. Wow. This is just ridiculous. Not necessary. Um, no. And Anthony says... I don't think it would be in your best interest to hit me. And the guy's like, why not? And he goes on this really long tangent, Anthony does, about how he is a cleverly disguised Sicilian. He was in the mob. He's in witness protection. And there's like government supervision of the darkening of his pigment. 
These women are his federally appointed cosmeticians. Very strange. Yeah. If this is so, it's so extra. He says, "Was this within your like?" But me, why is that? <laughs> was that? It was well. It was the first party in the laundry room. Oh, okay. But also this. <laughs> okay. Um, and he's like, "If anything should happen to me, you will incur the wrath of the director of the Federal Witness Protection Program, the FBI, and the Attorney General of the United States." And he's like, "I'll finish my laundry and let these women get on with my Jerry curl." And then the guy just punches him in the gut. And then. Oh, my God. I just realized why he was saying that because he's trying to act like he's not actually black. I didn't understand why he was talking about them doing his Jerry curl. I did not get what was going on. It's like they have to make his hair a certain way. Okay. That's a stupid joke. I don't understand this show sometimes. Okay. Continue. And so he punches Anthony and immediately all three ladies like start beating him. Like Mary yes. jumps on his back and they're like, hitting him with things. It was great. Yeah. Um, and then after they dispersed, um, he's like, you bit me. To Julia. I love that. Yes, I did. That he would said, be me. I'll get your number later. Huh? That's horrible. I, that would be me. <laughs> I, 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 Biting yeah. people. <laughs> Biting people <laughs> and, and them having being... Uh, creepily turned on by it. All those things. <laughs> All of All those things. things. And then we cut back to Sugar Bakers later and they're putting ice on Anthony's face and they were like, you know, I guess proud of him for fighting and he's like, uh, or they didn't know he could fight that well and he's like, um, I lost. And Mary Jo's like, yeah, but even then, like, you fought really well. Like, he's three times your size. Um, he's huge. And Suzanne's like, He's very large. And yeah. Suzanne's like, I still don't know why you didn't call me. I have an arsenal at home. Oh, my God. She does, though. She does. And Anthony's like, I think you should reflect on your past misdeeds before waving a gun around. <laughs> you get a little trigger happy and innocent people get shot, like mm-hmm. me, for instance. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, what I don't get is that we kept trying to talk you out of fighting. But as soon as he threw a punch at you, like, we all three descending on him, descended on him like the Green Berets. <laughs> Jeez. And Anthony's like, yeah, I could have saved myself a lot of pain if I'd have just let you take him out for me. Mm-hmm. So I like that, like that, that he mentions that because you know they had this whole conversation like about how, yeah, 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 like it's kind of he's kind of coming around a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Um. And Suzanne's like, I keep myself out of situations like that. And Charlie's <laughs> like, what fighting? And she's like, no, laundry rooms. They I, make my hair go flat. <laughs> I. Love that actually a lot. <laughs> just the laundry yeah. room just seemed very on character for her, and the and yes. the hair was just the cream on top. I was like so proud of her <laughs> for that. So stupid. So great. And um, Mary Jo's like, well, Anthony, do you feel more like a man now that you punched the guy in the face? Jeez. But then we made some progress, and now we're going back. And he's yeah. Like, yes, I do, Mary Jo. But then he says, I feel like a man who walked into a brick wall for a hundred times. Uh-huh. And he says, part of me is proud I stood my ground, and part of me still feels like a jackass for not solving it without getting beat up. Um, and then he's like, you know, what makes a man a man? And Suzanne says, paying alimony checks for starters. I love that. <laughs> She's so great. She's a mess. Um, and then they hear another mouse scurrying around. <laughs> Anthony just reaches down and, like, picks him right up. There's actual like, mouse. Him. Yeah. And he's, like, waving him in Mary Jo's direction, and she is losing her mind trying to yeah. get away. Yeah. And then the credits. Yeah. I, I thought it was hilarious that they actually, like, brought a mouse up to set. Yeah. They're like, it's probably just in mouse. a little cage he picks up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so cute. 
So ridiculous. So I don't so know. Ridiculous. I hope I'm really excited about the reboot for the fact that we may be able to just stick with some of our guns and not have to like, you know, always yeah. backtrack and whatever they call right. it, you know. No. Yeah, so when there are issues that get brought up, maybe they'll be looked at like a little, you know, a little more so and like you said not backtracking, like just deal with them. Just deal with it. Just own it. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Especially with TV like nowadays, they just like freaking they do it. They don't care. They do. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get care. real. Real. My goodness. Did you have a favorite outfit? I did. I had a few um I feel like Mary Jo was on point this episode, so yep. it was hard to choose. Yep. But I chose the first outfit. Um, okay. And the screenshot I have is when she's got her knees up to her chest and her desk. Oh, good. She's scared of the that mouse. was my favorite <laughs> spot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So she's got on like this white blouse that's kind of like V-neck, but she has on the um suspender kind of outfit with yes. the skirt. It's like oh, black it's suspenders. So good. And then she has a pin on the suspenders that like hangs down a little bit, like a brooch. And she has on big earrings and like black tights. That's a good look. So good. Um, I chose her last look because, well, hold on. Actually, no, no, no. I don't think it was the last one because it's not the one when they're like at the end, the, the closing it back at, um, uh, it's the one where they're getting in the fight because oh, yeah, yeah. That her was one of my shoulder pads are so great. amazing. Epic. <laughs> She's not a large lady. And no. um, I took a picture where I love what she's talking about how like fired up she is in this in the screen uh, shot I got, and Charlene's behind her just smiling. It's so cute because like Charlene is like is a taller, more broad-shouldered woman, and then like and right. she's still dwarfed by these shoulder pads in this jacket. <laughs> these shoulder pads. Like what is it? Like the rest of the outfit we don't even care about, even though there's a giant giant belt um that's almost like i mean the the gold on it is like you she just won a wrestling competition or something (laughs) but um it's just the the shape (laughs) and that her hair is back imagine no so they had to do it they had to put her hair back because if her hair was just wild and free you wouldn't even notice the size of of the the shoulder shoulder pads pads. it's epic and i do remember like buying like stuff with short pads when i was younger and be like what is this <laughs> like, what is going on right now i don't understand it uh and they were just so strange and i would like pull them out because they just felt weird and they were like a little like a taco yeah. of like fluff it was so strange <laughs> um yeah so that's what i appreciate about that that's is the that best our, way uh, to describe shoulder pads <laughs> just taco, taco fluff fluff I mean, it's <laughs> Sorry, just they're strange. I don't know. They're kind of they still they're still in, you know, stuff. I, mean, I guess I, we've always had padding and clothing, like you know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Meh. Um, Leslie, that's our episode, I guess. So, uh, yep. uh, where can people find us? We are all over the internet. We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on our Podbean site. Um, and iTunes. Uh, we are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It does help, and maybe other people can find out about this wonderful show. Just <laughs> <laughs> never heard you say it like that. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It's great. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for we, listening. Yeah, and we will talk to you, next, you next time. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.